0: It's a new age groove one step better time and we move to the tune always set in the style know it is what it is trouble you we get down with the tribe it's a new age groove one step better time and we move to the tune always set in the style know it is what it is Hey everyone welcome to News by the Catalyst a podcast about politics culture and entertainment we will be your hosts Max and Jacque
1: and I'm Jerry Benedict
0: Oh, Benedict, uh, mm-hmm. let me ask you something. Yes. This morning, uh, what did you have for breakfast?
1: I actually had bread. I mean, the good old bread, bun, mm-hmm. and tea. Nothing crazy. I mean,
0: I had bread too, but uh. I'm really upset because the price of bread has gone up. I bought bread for 55 Shillings.
1: I know I've been in the same situation. You know, the way you used to go into the shop and it's all oh, you're just gonna get out a 50 bob sh- like note, mm-hmm. but then you have to sh- like fumble in your pockets and look for a five shilling too. I don't talk to that.
0: That was really, really frustrating. Yeah, you know? cooking oil, infant milk, and many other essential commodities are expected to go up by at least four percent. So be ready, it's not just the price of bread now.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> there's also, like, tax that is being placed on syrings, you know? Yeah. So, I'm getting my vaccine in a shot of glass. I mean, we have to go on that way because <laughs> it seems that like it's going to be tough.
0: <laughs> I guess it's now very impractical to keep using the term, let's get this bread, you know, because what bread? <laughs> yeah, that
1: doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work at all. And, but the, I don't know if you've seen this, but like, Guardian US had this crazy headline. You know, we always have like crazy headlines with some of these news outlets. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about how Brad helped Gwyneth Paltrow to get over her emotional roller coaster time of the quarantine. Yeah, and I'm like, this is not gonna work for us, you know, with bread prices escalating and stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oco Yetani was quick to point out that taxes had to go up a lot on basic Mm -hmm. commodities in order to finance the newly tabled 3.6 trillion shilling budget.
1: Which I just find to be completely absurd because I mean the budget is as heavy as it's never been before Mm -hmm. but the worst part about it is that we're gonna have a big budget then we don't see where these funds go to so at the end of the day it's very... It, I mean, it just pisses everyone off. Like, I don't know why people are not bothered by this. People should be angry, you know, <laughs> that we have a $3.6 trillion budget, but we still have so many problems that are going to be happening and things are not getting fixed.
0: But maybe there's a
1: relief really for people who had Huduma
0: number. Where you... Did you take the Huduma number?
1: I did. I mean, after being pushed around to do it, <laughs> I had to do it. Hopefully, you'll be exempt from these taxes. Hopefully. And I feel like, you know... They need to find. I mean, finding ext- like outrageous ways to like, place taxes. They should do that to people that share Netflix passwords because it's a it's a thing that's happening. It's a big thing, you know, and <laughs> cryptocurrency. Oh, crypto! Because people making so much money on that. So mm. tax those people, including me, because I'm part of that. Actually.
0: <laughs> Speaking of taxes, paying um, and. Speaking of your taxes paying for outrageous things, mm-hmm. the Treasury allocated an extra 80 million Kenyan shillings to President Uhuru Kenyatta's pension. His yeah. pension was initially set at 72 million, but it's set to increase within the next financial year.
1: Like, are they even detailing to us what the extra 8 million is supposed to cover, to be honest? No. But, you know, at the same time, um, the Treasury has actually also increased an in allocation for retired president's pension like Mm. from the current one which is 34.4 million kenyan shillings you know which caters to former um, president Moi Kibaki's retirement benefits and it's been increased it's going to be increased to 42.42 million starting july of next year so president Kibaki's pension is like very high to be honest like with a monthly payout averaging a little over 2.8 million kenyan shillings which is honestly even higher than the current like the current president's salary which stands at 1.1 million Kenyan shillings. Oh, wow.
0: And entertainment and health benefits are separate from the pension payment. You know, I mean, what entertainment does a seven-year-old need? Like, you don't need, like, strippers or just just watch TikTok videos like the rest of us.
1: I mean, speaking of strippers, how are they going to help them? You're 70, you could literally just, I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> are <laughs> sorry but die from a heart attack i mean because that's like too much action for a 70 year old why the hell would you need this entertainment (laughs) funding and everything
0: and i think you should you know just sit outside you know be one with nature i know you're in
1: 70 enjoy i mean the weather and write a book or something of that sort sit there with your cut like an average 70 year old should, and you know sit there and just enjoy the tiny quiet quiet moments before you pass away I mean, oh wow <laughs> i mean eventually that's gonna happen so yeah let's be real
0: true just you know be with nature yeah next to the soil that we're soon <laughs> gonna return to yeah chill
1: <laughs> so anyway remember how treasury was proposing to tax people's pension sometime last year mm-hmm. and to hear the taxpayers are paying through the gnosis so that that taxes can be used to support all these old retiring presidents who in fact actually have like a lot of money like what's the point of this
0: yeah it's very very it's maddening you Mm -hmm. know but um on the flip side we have some good news apparently taxes can be lowered for good who knew
1: Uh what's Uh, the good
0: a bangladeshi firm called square pharmaceuticals is set to start manufacturing essential drugs used to treat malaria and diabetes locally Mm -hmm. the construct, the construction Mm -hmm. of this plant was actually made possible due to a tax-friendly exporting zone like in Athariva, right yeah this intentionality by the government is important to get more people to invest and set up manufacturing jobs for you know the population Mm -hmm. (laughs) if only local manufacturers had an easier time setting up theirs instead of being drowned in
1: taxes (laughs) maybe if the airing drugs were taken to Mm atheriva they would have gotten to the internet canyons on time you know (laughs) yeah and we should all i'm supporting for us to all move to atheriva because we'll pay less for bread since it's up. It's all
0: going to be like, what, 25 shillings? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> but that's better than 55. Actually, I'm the plant's position in Kenya is set to help uh, East African region. I mean, that consists of Kenya, Tanzania, Rwanda, Burundi, Uganda, and South Sudan mm-hmm. to meet like the region's demand. And it's also set to reduce the cost of drugs because most of them are obviously imported. Mm-hmm and the drugs are who approved generic versions that essentially are in the treatment of diabetes and malaria
0: yeah that's yes. that's really good news you know
1: yeah but also speaking of the cost of living going up mm-hmm. we also have the other living because people from Kilifi actually were actually evicted from their homes on Saturday night mm-hmm. on Sunday night sorry yeah. yeah there's been like a repetition of fast evictions as you've seen usually done at night to all like early morning, which is very unfair. I mean, you are—it's at night. You're sitting in your bed, just relaxing, and then out of nowhere, you're being kicked out from what you know to be your home.
0: It's not really shocking because yeah. the government is doing this when people are least or most vulnerable. Yeah, least alert. Yeah, you know, at night, you know, you're just so peaceful. Or in the morning, when you just plan starting to plan your day.
1: I think it works. Have you ever, have you ever before like walking up somebody who's in a deep slumber? Have you ever seen the confusion? Like mm-hmm. you've just been walking up out of nowhere. Yeah. So maybe they do that and then you're running up and about you've left your things. You're like, oh, what's happening? You're running all over and then they just kick everything off. So it's very in brand and very in working to do that in early morning and you know but we've seen this getting done to karyobangi residents like njiru residents uh during easter even residents of Raraka like faced the same uh, debacle Mm -hmm. and you know most of these residents were evicted to create room for infrastructure and development projects in the city i mean
0: (laughs) hello gentrification
1: i mean you know but it's it's sad because like, low-income fa- families have faced the brunt of these forceful evictions because most of them don't have the means to fight back. You know, They can't really go against the bigger government.
0: True, but uh, we can see that in August last year, mm-hmm. Longate residents were served with notices for evictions with bulldozers right outside their houses because apparently the land of their houses was encroached from Gong Forest. Yeah. This made their titles void- the title deeds void but we see there's a difference between the langati residents and these people who are being evicted in karibangi because mm-hmm. again privilege yeah you know, uh they have the resources they have the money to go to court and get injunctions yeah. against uh, these evictions and uh bulldozers
1: yeah and it's not because like Poor land practices all around the country are actually costing people their lives, their mm-hmm. livelihoods, and obviously long-term investments. So, mm-hmm. you know, this terrorization of landowners, quarters, and people in low-income neighborhoods, it's mostly, like, commanded by greed, given that one particular family probably ho- owns this country. I mean, as we know.
0: If <laughs> not all of it. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but, you know, so... Kenyan land ministry actually launched an RTI Sasa which is the national land information management system mm-hmm. meant to improve and you know give comprehensive information about land ownership in the country however the minister of the lands uh, Farida Karune, was caught this week giving some incomplete or misguiding information about land ownership
0: oh well if the person in charge doesn't <laughs> even know the law regarding land comprehensively yeah. or low-income landowners squatters you know renters what are they supposed to do when faced with such evictions like yeah. you know who's next like we're literally all just are we just all winging it yeah you know, no one really knows how the system works because if the people at the very very top yeah can you know give misinformation Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can imagine just like what the rest of us know like we literally it's just vibes
1: yeah and you know as sad as that is like i don't get myself Mm because people you see people getting these title deeds and everything and they're given through by the government and then Mm -hmm. the government the same government comes and said oh this title deed is void but it's like you are the one that gave me the title deed like what do you mean it's void so (laughs) the government essentially isn't doing its work and it's sad because we get all this land stolen and it's I mean, the land is taken and kept by particular uh, upper echelon families, families mm-hmm. that are in position and power, yeah. I and mean, you know it's just unfair.
0: but just like a famous Kenyan artist said,-hmm, where everyone is just winging it and mm-hmm. other flight hills and
1: flight tails so Good luck, good luck to us. <laughs> yeah, but you know, speaking of these families that are keeping it for themselves, mm-hmm. we have a popular <laughs> Kenyan YouTube <laughs> couple. Kabi were Jesus and Millie, you know, what the talk of Nairobi, I mean, after Kabi released a statement pertaining to the paternity of his cousin's child, and you know, this story was very ridiculous for me. Because, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, early, like, I mean, earlier this year, we had, like, all these rumors of him having had a child with his cousins. With his cousin, sorry. Yeah. And him neglecting his parental duties. But then he was like, you know what? That child is not mine. And, you know, for a second, we actually believed that, mm-hmm. you know. Until this past week when things were reversed and he came out and said that the the paternity test actually came out positive and that he's the father. <laughs> and he went forward and apologized to his wife, to family, he... to God, <laughs> to his fans, <laughs> to everyone.
0: Oh, my God. He really underestimated the power of the patriarchy to, mm-hmm. you know, come to his defense because he thought, like, oh, maybe this is all just going to go away. Yeah. And then it's you know the... <laughs> just it was still there
1: yeah and the funny thing is how he began his like public statement he was like you know praise jesus you know and went and confessed his unholy act it's funny how (laughs) all like christians (laughs) just do literally the opposite of what it's stipulated for them to actually act on
0: speaking of morality Mm -hmm. moral police (laughs) (laughs) Matua came to the defense by saying and i quote we all have some difficult bands Only that some people attract more more public attention and drama. End Mm -hmm. quote. Um, excuse me, sir. That Mm -hmm. it's a difficult band, but we don't all go through that. We don't accidentally or on purpose sleep with our cousins. Cousins.
1: I mean, that's like what kind of band is that? Hopefully, I don't end up in that. I will not. Let me not even say. Hopefully, I cannot end up in that band. You know, and it's crazy how Ezek- Ezekiel Muto is always setting the bar. I mean, lower past Lucifer's foot or something of that sort. He's always doing the extreme and doing the... Mm. <laughs> I mean, supporting what's not right, you know?
0: true. He was so, you know, stern and defending them. Like, is he trying to tell us something? No, we don't know. It's like, oh, we all we all make mistakes. Like, yeah.
1: sir, did you make the same mistake or... <laughs> yeah I mean we're seeing you know he's really just extending you know extending mm-hmm. what the people, the colonialists were doing, so Queen Elizabeth, don't worry, the legacy of your family is still going strong and on in the Kenyan society, as you can see, so
0: true, because apparently there's no mention of cousins in the anti incest laws, yeah, so yeah, this. Queen Elizabeth and, you know, the British, they, they did a good job in making sure it's not illegal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and speaking of doing a good job. <laughs> uh-huh. We have failures. that couldn't do a good job, so... <laughs> <laughs> this story was so funny mm-hmm. so we have three terror suspects who were arrested in Kisumu after being tracked down by the anti-terrorism like Kenyan agency or something mm-hmm. so terrorism is actually still a thing you know we thought COVID had like overshadowed and became the main pop girl but mm-hmm. turns out terrorists, like, terrorism wanted a spotlight and so she was like you know what I'm back you know but um, don't remove terrorism from your list of things to be terrified of or like killed by this year you know mm-hmm. Are off your twenty-one, like twenty twenty-one bingo cards. So this story essentially, so the manhunt for the suspects uh, caused a huge traffic snarl up in the Nairobi Kisumu road because the, these terrorists were traveling by PSV from Busia. Oh, well, that's a first. <laughs> so you know, on the bright side, these guys are showing that crime doesn't pay. They can't even afford a car to travel. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So maybe this, I not even maybe this traffic actually kind of like saved people's lives because mm-hmm. there was tuck in traffic and they were late for work
0: and these terrorist suspects are said to be of pakistani origin yeah (laughs) i must have missed the memo or you know unimportant bits of the terrorist handbook because they are pretty much conducting terrorism in the wrong way
1: yeah i mean which sort of disguise is that you're in a psv traveling with people from busia i mean you know how people from busia probably look like so the contrast with the rest of the crowd is very obvious like police are gonna catch up to you like this was poor job done when poor talk when they talk about poor doing the assignments, these guys failed it like they just failed the assignments terribly <laughs> and you know as much as people are failing assignments, I have to set this down on a i mean lower note, mm-hmm. so. It turns out that, okay, it's not even turns out because like people, like Palestinians are actually getting evicted from their homes. Um, Palestinians residents of Sheikh Jarrah are facing forceful evictions from Israeli settler communities mm-hmm. and six families are said to be evicted this May and even more in August, which is just horrible because yeah, this fight has been ongoing and Israel seems to want to just make the situation as dire as possible.
0: Palestinian families are pleading with the international activists from around the world to push the re- for resistance mm-hmm. against their forceful eviction because this has been their home for generations that they're being forced to give up. It's it's not easy to give, yeah. to just watch as you're being evicted from a place you've called home for so, so many long, yeah. decades. Yeah,
1: and you know, it's it's... I mean it's bring like it's being brought to light right now but it's it's been an ongoing issue for years and the worst thing is that how people actually not are acting like the us is this doesn't have involvement in this because i've watched documentaries before mm-hmm. and part of us troops are actually sending their way to israel to help like push all this like just attack the palestinians you know mm-hmm. so the fact that this actually ended up blowing up and it's like in news right now people are actually like oh the U.S. were not there mm-hmm. because the U.S. were like oh we know we have strong ties with the Israeli people but as much as us and Israel's is a family we're trying to also solve this problem because it's affecting both sides but it's like oh you're the same people that were sending troops to actually help I mean with this and make this region even worse and like like you know cause injustice
0: true so,
1: so you know israeli border police and forces have attacked like the seating using skunk water mm-hmm. i mean tear gas rubber coated bullets and shot grenades over the past few days and you know dozens of palestinians have been arrested i was actually been seeing a certain video mm-hmm. where there are a couple of journalists trying to cover this story somewhere yes. and then the camera caught one police officer trying to throw a grenade and then he spotted the camera mm-hmm. and then he returned the grenade back which just shows how I mean, what, what is happening that we're not seeing what that the camera is showing? Yeah. You know?
0: And I recently... Actually, this happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I woke up and uh, I saw the news, right? Because mm-hmm. I had decided to take a break from, say, Twitter. Yeah. For, like a small hiatus. Mm-hmm. Then I got a uh, notification yeah. from, like, CNN because I used to have the, the app. Yeah. And it was quoting something... To the point of saying something like the Palestinian protesters. It didn't even call them protesters. It just said Palestinians were throwing stones at an Israeli police car. Yeah. And I was so infuriated because this is not 100% accurate. Yeah. Because uh, if you saw the video to that Im- that image, mm-hmm. before that, uh, the Israeli car, th- the car rather, mm-hmm. was knocking down Palestinian protesters. Yeah. So that was the entire backstory. So how, you know, international news outlets are covering this is... They're covering, yes, mm-hmm. but it's not 100% accurate.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and they're even making the situation worse, because if you're reporting this, there's the people that come to you for information, so they're going to run away with what you saw, yeah. you know? True. So I'm done with them, dodge all this horrible new, new like, media outlets and go just find the right stories mm-hmm. to look at because this like, situation is just horrible. And as much as we're dodging that, you know, people were doing some dodging over last week, you know. Yeah. So, you know, as we know, Elon Musk has been championing for Dogecoin and everything. He's been doing that and talking about it. And every time he talks about it, there's a surge in market on the value of Dogecoin. What
0: is Dogecoin? It's, Let's start there
1: some cryptocurrency form yeah. as much as you have Bitcoin. There's a Dogecoin. There's uh-huh. just so many of them. Okay. But Dogecoin was one Elon Musk decided to rally behind. Yeah. So he was supposed to make an SNL appearance. So, you know, billionaires should stick to doing what billionaire people do. Don't try coming there and try to give us comedy skits and you just fail at it. Maybe mm-hmm. just go do money and that's like what you're good at. So he <laughs> went to SNL po expecting Dogecoin to go up. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was a trick and the value just went down. And
0: you were people
1: I I, I <laughs> You're am people. Why in am I? Yeah, I am people. <laughs> Let me just make that clear. So so it turns out after that, when the value went down, SpaceX announced that they're going to take Dogecoin to the moon, which actually meant that they invested in it. So mm-hmm. it's like they were waiting to cause the value to go down so they can buy more of it. And this affected people. It's just so sad how they're playing with people's minds.
0: Yeah, and you know, those rich people are really trying their hardest to, you know, seem relatable. Mm -hmm. Elon Musk appearing on SNL, talking, you know, using Gen Z lingo and using it terribly in a very terrible, terrible context. Mm -hmm. We have other rich people who are also trying to seem relatable. Mm -hmm. Prince William and Kate Middleton, they've launched (laughs) a YouTube channel yeah called the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge
1: Ha, you know Chris Jenner may be working hard than the devil but the royal family works harder you know <laughs> you know but you know this essentially just having a YouTube channel it's probably just a ploy and an effort to sanitize them after the racism accusations that they had that was being talked about by Megan and Ma- Megan Markle and Prince Harry on the opera show yeah so in the announcement video there was a footage of them in past events never before seen footage of the silly side bloopers included I mean, is this them trying to be relatable? I mean, when you live in castles and you have a multitude of servants walking around for your beckoning, you mm-hmm. know, you have titles to your name. You can't be relatable. You can't be related with like Duke unless you're that Casanova from Bridgetown that we relate to.
0: <laughs> well, many people weren't fooled by this whole, you know, escapade and them releasing a video. Oh, we're launching a YouTube channel. We, like, we want, want you to come into our lives and get, you know, a glimpse of the inside of our whole family, not many people were fooled by that because good. the video received over 10,000 dislikes and I added mine as well. So
1: 10,000 plus one. <laughs> <laughs> Are we good with math? <laughs> but I failed with math.
0: Shout out to Shiku. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know what? I can't wait to see what the Royal Family PR machine will channel next, you know, a channel for their dog maybe. They're probably going to audition for Black Friends. I mean, speaking of black friends, you know, there was that black woman who was wearing Kented in one of the publicity stands. I just mm-hmm. hope she gets featured in this, you know? Oh,
0: she better be featured in not just, like, one episode, but, like, yeah. a
1: couple. Others have just outed themselves as using as a tool. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it just happens at the same time Megan and Harry have Spotify and Netflix deals, and these two just get a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an L to me. Major L. Yeah, so so hey this this story is just very annoying to me mm-hmm. so there's a particular uh activist from saudi arabia called louis-jean uh i hope I say this right yeah. so she's one of the most prominent women rights activists uh that got summoned by officials on sunday being made aware about a court decision on her initial conviction so it's unfortunate because i mean she was arrested previously you know because for championing for rights you know and it's quite an unfortunate situation that activists that spearhead the fight for rights are being called out by the government and have to be persecuted you know especially under the rule of crown prince mohammed bin Salman.
0: yeah she has been among the pool of activists who fought for women's rights and the right for women to drive cars and she was found guilty i can't believe this is an actual statement she was found guilty <laughs> just give me a sec i lost my train of thought
1: so, yeah, as you're saying, she was actually found guilty. Like, her actions were found guilty by an anti terrorism court. Like, how is this terrorism, mm-hmm. essentially? So, she actually served her imprisonment and finished her sentence, which was accompanied with solitary confinement and reported torture. And Upon her release, like, it was praised by a couple of people, including Joe Biden, who welcomed the news of her release after his inauguration. Mm-hmm. So, everyone is concerned why she's being summoned, because she already did her sentence, like, why is she being called back? And, you know, the times of her discharge involved are five-year travel ban and probation in a period of three years, which is so sad. This is just restriction, and it's like infringement of her rights.
0: Saudi prisoners that get released on activism charges are forced to sign declarations before leaving prison, pleading to stop posting on social media. But Al-Hatloul has a recent shared post concerning sexual harassment in Kuwait, including the very sensitive topic of Gulf Arab normalization with Israel.
1: You know, and you know, the the whole world is watching. They're waiting to see what move of the Saudi Arabian government is going to chain in on her. In a country where activists actually remain in prison mm-hmm. i mean like for example we have one called Samar badawi who was jailed for 10 years while her brother was publicly flogged for aiding her in her quest for fighting people's rights
0: oh man speaking of aiding people
1: mm-hmm.
0: the Mal- malian government mm-hmm. recently uh, helped uh-huh. a woman a 25 year old woman called halima sise mm-hmm. to give birth to nine
1: children this was very outstanding it was actually nine twins and it's four boys and five girls Mm -hmm. yeah so she was flown to morocco by the malian government for better treatment and delivery and you know the entire nation was sitting and watching you know how people watch the world cup yeah so for watching sitting on their sofas waiting to find like to get the good news so what is happening in Morocco? Are they just bathing nine children on the regular over there?
0: Like, is it, is it just a norm? Because, you know, you're wondering, why did this woman have to be flown all the way to Morocco
1: from Mali? Are they, like, know, specialists? Shout out to Morocco for doing the good job. So You
0: can imagine what the population in in, in Morocco is. <laughs> if this is, like, a normal thing.
1: Yeah. The babies were born extremely underweight, like 1.1 to 2.5 pounds, and the doctor said that they were still like a, a long way to go as they were still premature, and some of them had to be hooked onto ventilators immediately after birth. Mm-hmm. So the clinic is pledging to be given like to give uh this the utmost of care despite the many dangers and risks for at least three months to make sure all the babies survive because they have underdeveloped immune system
0: oh that's that's really good of them and uh understand that the current world record for the most babies delivered in a single birth to survive is currently held by nadia suleiman who in 2009 gave birth to six boys and two girls in california
1: wow so this is just comes at a perfect time so all these efforts by the Malian government could be a, like a way to get clout. And in, with the hospital trying to provide the best of the care. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going to be the first hospital to help a woman give up to nine kids. So, yeah, that's like good rep and everything.
0: <laughs> but then again, nine. Benedict, can you imagine? Nine children. Like, this is the perfect <laughs> birth control poster
1: child. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to show you how to do this. I'm going <laughs> to pop nine kids at once. How can Could the rest of you ever...
0: Can't imagine expecting one baby. Yeah. I had planned for one baby. And yeah. Now I have nine.
1: Whoa, that's very outrageous. <laughs> and as outrageous as it is, mm-hmm. we're in the middle of a pandemic, but that doesn't mean that we should not have fun. So, we had a group of students from a Scandinavian cello school in Denmark that mm-hmm. seemed to agree with this statement. So, COVID may have led to limited social interactions, in particular concerts and everything, but these students found a way to hold concerts <laughs> for a rare type of audience. Mm-hmm. I guess. Give a guess.
0: Uh, I don't know. A bunch of other kids.
1: Cows. Oh, wow. Moo. I
0: have missed <laughs> concerts. Like, what a time to be a cow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so they carry the cellos and went to play classical music to cows, in the farm. So some particular farmer, Mister Morgan's Hogard, say that classical music is very good for humans. It helps us relax, and cows can tell whether we relax or not. Mm. So it makes sense that it would be good for us to make them feel good too. Uh,
0: maybe Peter should use this as a campaign strategy instead of all the hardcore animal death stories. I yeah. can get behind this kind of love. Maybe yeah. we, should, we shouldn't we should eat cows. They understand Mozart. And that's
1: very <laughs> important. <laughs> and important thing, so as you might not know, these bitches might be Nicki Minaj's sons, but they are in fact also greater thanberg sounds. Hey, yeah. So you know, remember last year when there was a young crime like climate activist who took Germany up to the Supreme Court over poor climate change laws and excessive greenhouse gas emissions, and won, making headlines all over the world. Mm-hmm. While the cycle is back with new kids bringing down government and countries.
0: Yeah. So UNEP is reporting climate litigation cases being filed by kids doubling over the past three years they're smart enough not to present the cases as a case of health havocs on people or population and vegetation and these kids are smart enough not to present the case as a cause of health havocs on people or population and vegetation since most of these cases end up with paychecks as compensation They are instead framing the cases as impending and potential damage to the coming future. That settlements don't work. Instead, positive functional laws have to be made as a result.
1: Which is very smart, honestly. Mm -hmm. Shout out to those kids. So, Liston, a particular legal agency representing six Portuguese youths aged between 9 to 23, have taken 33 governments to the European Court of Human Rights for failing to act on climate crisis. So these cases follow a few ones made by youths in France and Portugal, proving the voice of the young is unshakable.
0: Yeah, speaking of young people, mm-hmm. uh, recently a fed-up mom's case was on the internet after she had a write-up on Mom's Net, mm-hmm. an online platform for mothers and mom stories detailing how she is often ridiculed and bullied for her baby's name choice. Yeah. You became to expect a name such as a sort of You know, just a weird name. Yeah. Like Elon's again. Yeah. Elon, you remember Elon Musk named his child quite an
1: outrageous name. Some mathematical formula.
0: Yeah, you'd expect such a name. But her baby's name was simply Brian.
1: Oh wow. This was just crazy to me. You know, she actually told her spouse that she won't allow anyone to see her baby if they can't see to refer to him by the name she chose which her spouse deemed to be too dramatic, urging her to change the name for the sake of the baby, probably not getting made fun of or hating his own name. And, you know, people were chiming on this conversation and the writer, some of them were ridiculing her and some were being sympathetic.
0: <laughs> and the one commentator said, <laughs> and I quote, In the nicest possible way, you surely knew what you were you were letting yourself in for when you named your baby Brian. End quote.
1: <laughs> I know others commented that Brian unfortunately has a particular reputation that is impossible to shake, which was really surprising to me because beforehand I thought this was just a case for Kenya. We have like a bad rep for Brian's. So I didn't know this was like a wild ride thing. Brian's, Kevin's. <laughs> and you know, others asked her if she like liked any other different names because she was still in the window to change the baby being only six weeks. She can find something else to use. And obviously, the sympathetic ones condemned her family for ridicul- like ridiculing a 6 weeks old baby, yeah. despite being grown-ups.
0: Yeah, with detail unnecessary drama, maybe it's time society moves past the name Brian. Yeah,
1: I guess we have to shelve it as part of history or something of that sort. And we should shelve Brian as much as we're shelving influencers for having crazy ideas. So we have an influencer couple that sparked outrage for suggesting that they gave up adopting... From Thailand, after learning they would not be able to post about the child online. (laughs) YouTubers Nikki Phillippe
0: and husband Dan Phillippe, after a year of trying to process the adoption, found out last minute that Thailand has a law that the child should not be posted up or talked about online in a period of 12 months after adoption.
1: Yeah, this is horrible. People slammed them as a shield for deciding to get a baby for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> and, you know, after this debacle, they're like, oh, we're going to shift where we adopt from. So they were like, oh, let's move from Thailand and go to Korea. Mm-hmm. So where their offer was actually declined, probably after Korea saw how the couple made the headlines during a background check.
0: This is so hilarious because they're not doing their job as influencers. You should be influencing people, convincing people like, yeah, yeah. we can do this. But... <laughs> it's not working out so well for them
1: not working out as much as relationships don't work out so you know we have partners that would go above and beyond to protect their relationships Mm -hmm. so a certain woman that was left surprised with a jealous girlfriend messaged her out of the blue asking her to remove a positive review she had left about her boyfriend on yelp which is like a review place you can review restaurants hotels and blah 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 so this man had served this particular woman at a restaurant on a particular night so Mm -hmm. the review said Love the atmosphere, pretty good drinks, nice food, menu, era. Love you, my king, XOXO. (laughs) And
0: the girlfriend (laughs) said she didn't appreciate that she called her man my king and asked her to remove the review from Yelp. Wow. The woman simply explained that the workers at the restaurant had a competition to see who will get the most reviews, and she wasn't trying to flirt with her man. Like, chill, girl.
1: Wow, people are really going the extremes i mean this is a, some like really just outrightly the fashion of my ex because you know my ex tried to set me up and mm-hmm. ask somebody to try and text me and see if they can take me out on the date so he can show up and I'll be like oh you decided to go on a date with somebody else so you're <laughs> cheating on me so, you know people are just really going through the extremes to try and pass the i mean to do all this and it's also in another light because we had a certain woman mm-hmm. who was able to nail her cheating husband so he had. The husband had told the woman that he was going away to Las Vegas for some business, blah, blah, blah thing. But this woman whose name is Tiffany was suspicious and decided to call the Ellen to see who the husband was flying with. Mm,
0: they told her the woman's name. Mm-hmm. So Tiffany found your Facebook page and tracked it down and to tell like him the news, right?
1: No, like she you know, like Cause when she got the name, mm-hmm. she went to the airline. No, she went to the airline and got the name and used the name to track this particular woman on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And when she found the woman's account, she also found the woman's spouse. Oh wow. that's so she <laughs> texted the spouse and was like, Oh, your calf your your wife is cheating on you with my husband, so we should go and find this out. Mm-hmm. And so they ganged up together and made their way to the airport standing. <laughs> Standing at the baggage section waiting for the adulterers to make an entrance. <laughs> and they did. And this woman documented the entire debacle and shared the short stories videos so like online and they went viral.
0: I feel like they should just do a switcheroo and just, you know, yeah. the cheat is to stay together and these other people just, you know, switch and just be together and be happy.
1: Oh my God. I mean, relationships just go forth with the craziest of stories ever. Mm-hmm. But I was- <laughs> We are glad you were able to go through these crazy stories with us so I guess this was it for us uh see you next week I've been your host Jerry Benedict
0: and Maxine jacker and see you guys next week
1: Adios.
0: Bye. it's set in the style. It is what it is Trouble, we move the good new I was set in the style. No, it is what it is.